Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Would you take a man out on a first date and then, uh, and take care of it? Yes. No. Take a man on a first date and take care of the yes, bill? Yes, ma'am. No. Nah, probably Why not? not? Cause I'm gonna send off friend vibes if I take care of the bitch. I swear the was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should've known right then. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, you need to get clocked in. She next level, eyes full of pride, she won't settle. No breaks, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off, I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her. Cause she's a boss. So guys, we have, well guys, let me say ladies. So ladies, we have a new guest on the show today. We have Alexis Stoudemire. Hi everybody. Wait, but it's, you changed your last name, correct? So it's Alexis. I'm keeping it. Okay. I'm okay. keeping it. That's right. Okay. It's yours. I have four babies that all bear the same last name and I earned it, so. Four okay. Babies. Here we are. Right. <sighs> yeah. Girl, you look amazing. Show. So if you don't mind me asking, when did you have your first show? I had my first girl array 22 years old. 22, see what I mean? 22. When you're young, you snap back. 14 months later, here came Deuce. 22 months later after that was Asada. And that was busy. Roughly, yeah, three <laughs> years later, going down the road, Elijah. Wow. So you were in the thick of it for a whole, like, three years straight. Four straight, years 20, straight. Yeah, I had, I had three under five. Did you suffer from postpartum? I did not. Um, but I feel like there's more of an education and a checkoff list now that's more readily available for women in general because I don't think we were educated enough to really even know if we were or not. Right. I mean, you kind of almost don't even know until after the fact. Like, I study psychology and, like, I, I know signs, symptoms of all types of stuff postpartum, suicide, all, everything. But when I was actually in the moment, it wasn't until afterwards. And I was like, I, mm. I am, I'm pretty sure that that sadness. But it, for me, it was, it was situational. You know what I mean? I, something caused it. So I didn't pay as much attention to it because I knew I was sad. You probably blamed it on something else. Yeah. A lot of times we blame it on something else or take it off on somebody else. But really, it's, we're yeah. suffering from it and don't even know that we are. That's yeah. true. You know that postpartum can come up to two years after having your child? That's Did like the range. That. Yeah. And then men can get it too. Wow. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I can understand that knowing just really understanding your body and the yeah. hormonal imbalance that it can be because like going back to back or going in again like that, your body is just so fragile. Yeah. So I can understand that. I could have had symptoms. I can't really say that. Um, but um, growing up with the babies back to back like that, I always just kept them active and just made them my accessories so like where I went they went yeah you know and we just kind of basically grew up together 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm like the complete opposite when it comes to that. I'm like, stay home. <laughs> You're like, no, seriously, because I was such so scheduled and regimented when it came to because I mean, twins like you, I, they ate at the same time, woke up at the same time, pooped at the same time, slept at the same time. So I was on a schedule. I was on a mission to like get everything um, doable. I didn't know how to do it. It was my first. You so was like had, the perfection mom. Kind, I, I wouldn't say perfectionist mom. I was just more, um, I'm just really organized. So for me, it's like, I need to know when I can go to the bathroom and take a shower. Like I need to know what time of day I can do that. I need to know when I can, I was, um, I had just finished school too. So I'm like, I need to know when the time is that I can do what I need to do to get done for the day. See, I wish I had it like that. I was in the military. So it was like military came first. It's sad. Um, but it was like, when you're on call, you're on call. You couldn't have a schedule I'm sure to go it's, off. It taught it's, you discipline, too, in a different did. kind of way. It did, for but, sure. but it was hard to even have a schedule. Or we have to deploy. Oh, mom, you got to come get my kids. Like, yeah. it's crazy. My, I call them my tribe. Like, they just had to go where I went. We, we fly, we travel, we change teams, we go to different cities, we change households, we... Or, you know, we were deep. It just became a lifestyle, just became tradition in a way. And they just learned how to adapt, which in hindsight, you know, in full circle now rearing them as children, they're well-rounded. So with that instability in a way and just kind of being flexible and free spirited in a way. But at the same time, the anchor is a great schedule. You have to have that schedule. <laughs> that's another, yeah, that's another that thing schedule. me and Brandon Butts on. But that's, that's another topic. We'll save that for another show. Um, <laughs> um, but I, you're talking about your travels, and I follow you. And, I mean, you are all I, – I am so envious of where you go and how you travel. I think you were in Machu Picchu one time. And tell – like, we were talking about how difficult it is to kind of get the time to take away for, for yourself, but even – um, like a girl's trip. So uh, what, how do you even find the time to do this stuff? I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm going to call myself, but I, I'm, a, I'm a wanderer. I'm a, I'm a free spirit. And I love to show my children that there is just much more outside of who your father is, who your mother is, who are you as a person? Who is the person next door? Who's the person down the street? Who's the person that's in our home? Who are the people that help us make our lives easier and better and functional? I have teaching them respect of not just self, but everyone else. Everyone matters. So culture wise, just learning how to be open minded. We lived in Israel for a year, picked up the family from living in New York in the city to moving to the holy city where it went. You go from one extreme to the other. Oh, my gosh. And they flourished. Yeah. You know, we, we, we learn culture, we learn how to prepare food, we learn how to have Shabbat dinners on Friday and just have the core of religion and just the spirit of togetherness as a family. It was just, it's educational time. And being in the military is the same kind of vibe mm-hmm. of moving different cities and different countries and being able to adapt. Core values, very important, very important. So you're traveling all the time is with your tribe? No. So okay. I've done both. I've done the romantic getaway with the hubby. And then I've done the group trips with the lady empowerment. Like you spoke on Machu Picchu just last year, right before the pandemic, flew into Machu Picchu. And I'm very obsessive over not going to 
I can't really say not going to a place again because I feel like every trip you're going with a group, solo, your family is a different experience. I've been to Paris multiple times on a romantic vacation with the children and with my girls. Three totally different experiences, you know, and it's just you learn to adapt again and you learn yourself. So, like, the kids don't want to go get up and do a cooking class. But my girls will because they have a full itinerary. So it's just off of researching and just learning and just wanting to educate yourself in a different way. I'm with the itinerary. I'm I'm all for it, too. I'm with it. Um, Rolling with the punches sometimes. I'm I'm spontaneous. So where are we going? I'm more of a spontaneous Now, solo-wise, you can be spontaneous because you're not checking in. You're kind of going off of your own schedule, and then you go with the flow. Right. Right. They've never taken, you've taken a solo trip completely by yourself. For, I went to 11 countries in 32 days by myself. (laughs) I was living through Lex. That was the most amazing trip just to see her out there, like on her own, doing her thing. It was very inspiring. I went for two days. (laughs) I could not go by myself. I just can't. Well, I have bigger kids. They're older. So I have teenagers. So I can dip with them a little bit. Having help yeah. also helps where you can trust. But I snuck my mine go to sleepaway camp during the summertime. So that gave me a window. And then so three of the three out of the four were occupied. Yeah. They were good. The little one was with dad. So like I knew he was in good hands also. There's tricks to this. So you planned like every single spot you were going to go beforehand or was it like? Yes and no. A good girlfriend of mine's husband started in London. I frequent London before, so I was very familiar with it. I'm also a little bit, I'm very cautious when I'm solo traveling. Yeah, you got the diamonds and all this. I don't roll like that. I'm also very safe because I got to get home. But at the same time, I'm checking off, like, my dream list of places, and then I made sure it was very strategic. So, like, I ended in Barcelona. I started off in London and ended in Barcelona. But I went to safe places, Ireland, Morocco, which was definitely different, Tunisia, um, just different different places. Iceland, which is— I want to go there so bad. Iceland was amazing solo, but I would definitely take my children, and I would definitely go back again. But I tried to do just a little bit of a, just a little snippet and knock it out. That way I can bring the children back. Right. You can show someone else that or, the, or my ladies and just to be more comfortable. Being here and like being so proud and being able to kind of showcase our culture. Like how do you guys, how do you guys support and how do you guys like showcase um, kind of like your love for our culture? I think just always trying to, well, For me, I know I have a large following on Instagram. So anytime I can, you know, post, um, you know, a small black businesses or a large black business, just black business in general, you know, I always try to do that. Um, I think that's like one of the best ways that I can, you know, contribute to, um, you know, a business is really just getting the word out there for them. Um, But also just, you know, teaching my kids about, you know, black wealth and how to, you know, buy black and, you know, like that. Recycling the dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I think um, it's something that, you know, I I have to be intentional about. It's not anything that, you know, I just do off the whim. It's like I'm literally like telling my son, like, no, we're not going to go here. We're going to go to this spot because it's owned by black people. And that's just it. It is what it is. I'm doing it purposely. I'm spending my money with, you know, a, 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 a black business on purpose, you know. 
I have to say I have to get much better at um, supporting black owned businesses. I mean, I do a little bit, but I want to do more. And it, I find it difficult. Like some of my friends, like some of my friends I went to high school with then um, you guys, like when you're mentioning it, I'm like, geez, like I am slacking in this area. And it's not I'm doing some, you know, like I'm reading. It's just. It's it's a it's a it's work. You got to figure it out. But we also got to teach everybody. Don't wait till Black History. You see my shirt. Don't wait till Black History Month to support. I mean, support all year round. Yeah. Um, a lot of people feel like, oh, it's Black History Month. Let me go support. No, we need to continue pressing these black businesses. Yeah. Like I said, recycle the black dollar. Yeah. Don't just I do wait it in for fashion um, because that's what I'm interested in, what I'm paying attention to. But other areas. But there's so there's so many different outlets. Like, um, for example, a young lady who does my hair. She's been holding me down for a little bit. What's KK, yep, Nikki, Giselle, shouting her out. Okay. And Natasha Gross, who also did my makeup. Okay. A sister. And then my daughter's name is Asada. Asada Shakur. That's who she's named after. And then um, Black Art. I'm a collector, so we have a lot of black artists. So my children are walking in the hallways and seeing black artists around, Devin Troy's, Basquiat, and just getting that knowledge. Yeah, yeah and then and just 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 it, whether it's food, you know, soul food, and just having stories being passed down and tradition, and just remember like instilling in our children who they are, yeah. different complexions, different hair texture, different vibes, all of that. I think it's super key. So just the constant reminders, even the books that I buy, I'm very intentional, whether yeah. it's they look like me, B is for brown or yeah. hip hop culture. Yeah, because I do see a lot more books out now. For It was very like, scarce. Like yeah, I've been in the game for 16 years yeah. and I'm seeing more. And it's we have to support each other. Matter of fact, it's like. In, there's tons of authors. There's tons of fashion designers. Yeah. There's um, black rosés now. Yeah. Matter of fact, our family has, we're the only black kosher wine. Mm -hmm. So there's ways right now, not just going off of what you said, just the month of February, which is the shortest month. We got the whole year. We got, we got that every paycheck that comes. We have candles. We have interior designers. We have chessboard makers. We have water companies. We have realtors and everything. Yeah, we have right? realtors. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I mean, I, I, now that you mention all of that, I can, I'm sitting here rattling off all the stuff. You have I'm like, it. yeah, but it's like, I just, you just want to do so much more. For sure. You know what I mean? Especially now, um, and make Being it known. Being intentional, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and make it known and be able to share that. Like, we have, um, between my girlfriends, have like a book sharing, um, club that we just share from age groups, like what was good for black hair, uh, to read to your daughter. And what's good for, you know, the five-year-old, three-year-old. So, I mean, we kind of have starting to do that. But I just, I mean, I wish it was easier than that, you know? Like, now we have the melanin, melanin trust. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that? Melanin trust. So, Pinterest, but it's for black girls. It's melanin trust. And it's an app. And so, you know, you get tired of going on Pinterest and saying, uh, high ponytail for a black girl. You know what I mean? Everything's like for a black girl, for a black girl, for a black family, for a black man. And it, now it's like melanin trust is like solely for like ethnicity. You know, it's like so you don't have to type that in behind every word. That's the You know, and it, it, it's it's a good outlet. Like I follow Travel Noir, which is a black travel organization and which is ran by a black woman from Blavity. Morgan DeBron is her name. What's it called? 
at Travel Noir. Okay. So they give you different tips on traveling black and just black influencers and things like that. And they also they also have different kinds of uh, they have different lists of restaurants and different locations that also are black empowerment. So that's just another Afrotech, which yeah. is 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 another. In Oakland, they held in Oakland a couple years ago, where you can learn black tech investors and and VC, which is venture capitalist firms, and it's it's just it's, it's t- so we're much here. out there right now. It's like, so much out like, here. You can see definitely see a big difference. Yeah, with black owned banks and and all of that. Yeah, for sure. I know NFL is different, um, and we talked about that a little bit, but I kind of want to see your perspective too. Do you, because you know like the, 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 the myth, I'm not going to say myth, but um, the rumor has it that black athletes don't date black women. Mm. Um, is it the same? Do you, because we, we, de- we debunk that. Like it's everyone here is clearly has ethnic genealogy um, and it identifies as black and they have on previous shows. So do you find the same kind of thing in with basketball, I feel like whatever your preference is. I mean, I feel like I, I can't really speak on just basketball wise in yeah. general because I feel like we've already been thrown into a box already. Yeah. I actually like going to dinner with basketball or football wise, and we don't, we're not fighting. Yeah. You know, we're actually talking about how we can buy black and, yeah. and, and how we can invest in each other's businesses and use okay. our platforms for positivity. So I feel like, um, just, I just feel like that we, as a group, as female empowerment, yeah. and just us together, it's it's not it's about preference and who yeah. you who you vibe with, who you fall in love with, who you might have ran into down the street because it just it just doesn't matter who you love, right? And you know, with basketball, we have the WNBA. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not always a man. Okay. I'm I'm just saying. Okay, so we just have a different, it's just whoever it is that you vibe with. And I feel like the stereotype has just transitioned over the generations or over the years. I I have as many women as I have met over the years that are in basketball life, I've seen everybody. And we're super international, too. As There's guys sure. from France, Germany. We're super international. So I, some of the ladies don't even speak English. You know, so. And we said, I mean, we talked about that, too. And it's kind of like it as long as like why why cut somebody else down because they're not what you think they should be rather than open your mind and your heart to understanding who they actually are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's extremely important. But I wanted to ask because now we're crossing over sports, ladies, and trying to figure out kind of what the what's going on, because I've heard um, like a while ago that actually one of my friends who her husband plays in the NBA, and she was like, "Well, you're, you know, you're cool for uh, NFL wife or whatever." And and so it's kind of like this little banter back and forth between us because, um, I guess we don't really mit- mesh as well. I mean, we're not in the same. I ain't never heard that before ever in my life. <laughs> no, if somebody had to say that to me. I'd have been like, first of all, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I've heard life- it. I don't got nothing to do with the NFL. My husband played for the NFL. Yeah. They don't got nothing to do with major me. facts. Okay, you know what I mean? Like that's just I mean, like girl. <laughs> well, some of it was kind of like y'all a little rough around the edges. You know what I mean? Like you just because of that's such like a 
sport. Right? Yeah, that's him. He rough. He rough. He hitting dudes on the field. Not me. That's him. That ain't me. You've never heard that. You've never heard that. You never heard it. I have. You have. See, I'm not. See, see, y'all. Oh, well, maybe they, maybe they just know not to try me like that. I don't know. No, getting into this, I cannot. I, but that's crazy. I'm okay, but you, I feel like it has transitioned and changed over the years. Obviously, I, I do just because it's just like. Again, whoever you love and is who you're going to love. And you've been in the game for a long yes, time. 17 so I'm years. sure you've come across a lot. It's more like wife versus girlfriend, baby mama, whatever. I have, I've you have that? felt the wife, like you not a Initiation. wife yet, so I don't even see okay. it. So it's more okay. of that. Yeah. So let's speak on it then. Let's speak on it then. So about so this. how you feel about me, Ashley? Because I'm not a wife yet. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, That was my experience. So I can't imagine, like, doing anybody else like that. But yeah, I no definitely way. felt the, you know, like, oh, you're not a wife, so we're not inviting you to Bible study. And we're not inviting you. <laughs> that happened to me from an organization. Word. Word. See, yeah. but you know what I feel? I can't speak on lots of like different friends, like different um, organizations. But I guess over the, I'm sure, uh-huh. over you know, the past years, they've had issues where a rotation has yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, so they just like, oh, I don't know if you're temporary or if you're permanent. And I can understand that, can but understand still, that. like, common courtesy, you know what I mean? Use Bible study? At least Bible study. <laughs> like, you don't want to worship ones, together? <laughs> yeah, that's real bad. That's like, that's real bad. Yeah. So, so, okay, let's just call it, let's call it initiation yeah, for yeah. the sake of the conversation. So you have you have felt like there Definitely was like an initiation experience. into the wives club. Yeah, but not every organization made me feel that way. Right. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. I definitely feel like... You know, some organizations were more welcoming than others. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. it, you know, whoever is the leader of that association, you what know. If, what was it? Sunbeam? Sunbeam. So, yes. I feel like, yeah. I, whoever's, you know, it trickles down. You know what I mean? I feel like if they were welcoming, then, you know, I, you know, well, obviously I didn't feel that. But yeah. there were some places that I went and I was just like, Okay, I'm gonna just sit over here in my little seat. Yeah. Well, I didn't have time for that shit. I didn't have, I did not have any type of initiation type feeling, but I mean, I'm, I've been told that sometimes I could be a little unapproachable. I don't know why. You do have the rest and bitch face. I do, I do, but I, you know, I said that at this point in time, it's, it's a birthmark. 
Like I can't control it. It's just, it just is what it is. But I mean, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm a nice person. You know what I mean? I may not be the friendliest all the time, but I'm like, I'm a very nice person. But do you guys think that this is something that happens like outside of like the sports world? Like, do you yeah, think that yeah, other? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Think of social media. Yeah. Okay. It's in any type of organization. It doesn't yeah. have to be sports. It's in, even okay. in the military. You yeah, have the same. Sure. We look at the wives and the general wife mm-hmm. act like they oh, up yeah. here and the I private see. wife. It's it's everywhere. That's or so like the bad. owner's wife and like the coach's wife or whatever. Yeah. Wife. You little yeah. That's yeah. so horrible. I, I was never like that. I don't know, it's because you got to be a girlfriend. You got to start somewhere. You got to be a girlfriend. You got to go on a first date. You got to be a girlfriend. You got to be a fiance at some point in time. You know what I mean? First year married versus five year versus 10, 13 year. I mean, it's, again, it's all a progression. So you're really going to out somebody for not being where you were where when you started, that's where you were? Like, that to me is trash. Yeah. I give two what somebody Same. and I'm not gonna kiss your ass that's how to, I was which is why I don't know if there was initiation or not because I did not give two shit I think I cared in the beginning I think I did I was young and I was super yeah. young too yeah I was young and I wanted to have friends shit I wanted to go out you didn't know you didn't know so yeah. I was like damn like, <laughs> I've been in the house even at practice all day like yeah. Y'all don't want to hang out with me, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. so I think in the beginning I did. So I noticed. I was just like, damn, like I didn't get the invite. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I mean. It probably won because you was not a wife. It probably, probably was cute. Yes. It, I was not Girl, oh. they didn't want you out. But you know, I feel, you know, you just never know who's going through what at home. And you never know how they're projecting their insecurities on other people. Yeah. But I will say I am thankful for the ones who did take me in and, you know, who did accept me, even though I was just a little girlfriend, you know. So I'm thankful for them because, you know, there are those times when you do need to ask somebody like, where is, you know, who who do I need to talk to for this and who, who do I call for that? And if I need help with something, you know, so I'm appreciative of the ones who did like, you know, take me in and who are genuinely nice. Speaking of girlfriends, before y'all became official dating, when y'all started dating, are y'all open to dating multiple men? Oh. Or are you guys? Uh, well, for the record, this is before <laughs> Yeah, before. BM, before. BM, before marriage. Before marriage, before you guys made it official, boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, I feel like if I was dating that? now, I would be open to it. But back then, I was, like, young, and I was like, so, this is my yeah. one. Like, I'm dating him. That's sure. it. You know? But now... It's, it's okay to date multiple. Right. It would not totally you have be to thinking sleep different. with every man, but it's okay right. to... How many flavors does Baskin and Robbins have? Exactly. Right. Oh. And that's what that's what I'm trying to teach like women that's younger than me. Because guys do it. Yeah, they do. Like it's like the like the of course. You're I'm missing dating out on blessings people. if yes. you feel like you're focused. Yes. Right. Well, I'm now in the dating pool now, I okay. guess. I was on the more like She's single, she's single ready to mingle. Okay. <laughs> Let it be known. Seven eight six nine zero zero. That's why I let it ride, let it ride. No, but you know, I'm open to it because right now I have two daughters and two boys that are going to be actively watching me date coming off of a divorce, which is they only know me with their father. So like 
I'm learning. And, the, the you know, you have social media. And right now with the pandemic, it's a little different. It's a little, yeah. you know, I, and I'm a very in-the-face person. I want to be physical. But not I wanna just the pandemic. Die. Just in general now from, because you and your ex were together since, what, college, right? And so since we were 19 years old. Okay. So now, even without the pandemic, oh, no. it's a whole different, yeah, yeah. like, arena you know how well, they it's just different out here and i'm teaching my kids about diseases i'm teaching them about this is etiquette and dating etiquette i'm yeah. teaching them about how um, a man treats a woman all how of a this woman and i'm the example now yeah question i'm the example you have four kids i do did you feel a lot of women feel like they can't bounce back after having kids and going into a new relationship i am here to teach my children to date healthy I'm here to also teach them to enjoy receiving gifts and flowers and being picked up. I'm very old school. So, like, the way that you're going to get me, I have a tribe with me. So Except I have to lead by, this. yes, I have to lead by example. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm open to dating. I'm open to whatever the energy is going to take me. But they're my focus. So, yeah. you know, I, you know, I don't. I'm gonna do right. Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna test the water, see what's going. On. I'm gonna have fun, but I'm just social in general. So like, I'm just gonna vibe and enjoy this life. I guess what I'm trying to say: time. some women feel they have low confidence, thinking they have. It's they, it's not a baggage, but that's what people call it. And we oh, know like our, your baggage. Yeah. yeah, nobody's gonna accept me and my. But the right kids. partner will. Exactly. I don't know. It seems like the dudes don't be caring. They, they don't, don't care. care. Yeah, but no. some women feel like that. They're afraid to go out and date. I'm a witness. Dudes don't they care. Don't. They are ready. They are Especially ready. if you can hold your own down. Well, first of all, I'm not looking for a replacement. They have a father. Right. right. Exactly. They have Definitely. a father. So I'm not trying to replace. They don't need a daddy. Like, you, I need a daddy. It's only a small sliver that that man or whomever is going to have to fill that void of. Do you yeah. speak to your how did your kids take it? Um, They're still taking it. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a constant struggle. It's not easy because going into a relationship and building a family and a foundation and, and just you want to you're building a legacy at the end of the day. Yeah. This this family depends on us. So at the end of the day, with my co-parent, um, we have to get along because we have to deal with each other. We have to go to graduations. We have to be at weddings. And I'm going to be there. And so is he. And we just going to have to figure this out because at the end of the day, back in the day, our common goal was legacy building, which was, you know, we're fight, getting more, you know, having homes and traveling and teaching tradition that core is going to always be there and it's always going to be instilled in our children. So that is the bottom goal. Now, do we have our days? Of course. I mean, it's the different, you know, it's, it's, it's the balance. It's, it's tough, but we're all learning this at the same time. I've never been divorced before. He hasn't been divorced before. My children have never seen this before, but guess what? We're going to rock this shit. We're going to figure it out. We have resources to make it easier um, our children are going to have to co-parent, like have to be spend time with dad, spend time with mom. We're going to figure it out. I've been watching you and you've really been dealing with this like so gracefully. Thank like, you. I mean, 
I know this isn't the situation that you would probably want to be for in, sure. but I mean, you got to do what's best for you. Yeah, That's and right. and you're doing it like you're doing an amazing job. Like a, you really it, are. Thank you. And I appreciate that because I am the example. Exactly. I'm who they see in the morning. Yeah. I, I, I'm who they see. They're going to watch me. My kid's soul runs through me. And they can tell when you're unhappy. 100%. They can tell. 100%. And basically, you're teaching them, if you stay in a relationship, an unhealthy relationship, you're teaching them That's to right. stay in something. And this is a different generation. They talk so much shit. They Google shit. They fact check. Yes. So you better be on point. You can't lie to them. You can't sugarcoat anything because I'd rather them come to me. Because go out. Yeah. My our parents' generation taught us to slap some silver on it, dust it in gold a little bit, you know, figure it out, work it out. Or don't even talk about it at all. My kids are teaching me, and I'm getting goosebumps. My kids are teaching me, Mom, let's go. We've been doing this. Let's roll. Let's figure this out. You know, Mm -hmm. they feed off of my energy and I'm okay with that. They do. And they're watching me and I'm okay with that because I'm going to show them like, you know, we we have bills and there are arguments. There's such thing as making up. There's such thing as dating. There's such thing as fighting. There's such thing as all that. And they get it. This generation is different. At the end of the day, it's emotional intelligence, you know, it's being able to, I, you know, you raise your children for um, the classroom, the boardroom and the bedroom, you know, how you, they are in school, how they are at work and how they are at home. And you have to facilitate each and every area and cultivate those areas in their lives to help them, you know, grow into the best person that they can be. And you are their only teacher, to be honest, because you're gonna, they're going to get it all from you. I mean, it's a heavy load to carry. Well, you, you know? want them to get it from you, cause, or they can get it from the world or somewhere. 90, exactly. I, would, I would, I mean, I don't know the statistic on this. It's just a guess off the top of my head. I want to be smart, but this might not be so smart. Um, I, would, I, would, I would think that maybe 80% of it is you. They may yeah. get 20% from the outside world, but 80% of what they get is from, from you, from the mother and the father. Watching, witnessing, right. experiencing. Yeah. How you, how you deal that. with road rage, how you deal with sure. parents, how you deal with teachers. arguments, teachers, you know, stubbing your toe, yeah. you know, whatever. They get it from you. They're watching us. Yeah. They're yeah. Our, our biggest witnesses. Yeah. Everything. I have to watch what I say, you know what I mean? Because they mimic everything that I do. I'm their first role model, and so is their father. So I also want to make sure that he's not depicted in a negative light either. I don't want to bash him. I don't want to be so negative. So going back to walking in grace for that reason, you know, I'm showing them how to walk in grace, not to let shit slide, but I'm showing them, like, we are strong. We can keep going. Teaching moments. We have, yes, yes. We have have other steps that we're going to learn from. We have, we're learning we're learning off a life experience. So when your children go to whomever's house, whether it be your exes or um, like in-laws or um, and does the behavior change when they come back to your house? Yes. Yeah, of course. It's, it's going to change because you have a different way of of how you expect them to be. And then the, the father have a different way of how. So you said when they go to separate houses or in-laws or other people's houses and then they come back and sometimes the behavior is kind of the different. rules are different. So you, yeah. it's it's the father can be a little bit more lenient than the mother. Yeah. Um, 
and then they adapt to where they're at during that time frame and they come back and they're still having the thinking that they're still in the same household as their father. So you just have to reiterate, hey, this is what how I hold my household. Or it can happen in the same house. <laughs> it can happen in the same household. It can when the mother is gone and the father is there. Yeah. My kids, they, they snap. They get, I mean, daddy, Brandon is, he's a great father, you know, and I am very, like, he's very structured and disciplined um, with his profession and with work and working out and, and eating healthy. And I'm disciplined on like the whole other side. I'm like at home with cleaning and uh, making sure things are organized and set up properly and like do this the right way, you know, versus kind of like, eh, it's okay. It'll right. happen, you know? <laughs> um, but I do feel like even in the same home, like if I'm gone, Truth. All the all the rules go out the window. All the rules go out the window. They'll be up. I look on the monitor. They're up at ten o'clock at night. I'm like, yeah. Who yeah. said this was okay? Yeah. My mom was the same way. I'm like, you gave them ice cream for breakfast. I never got that. Breakfast. Oh, grandparents yeah. are work. Oh my goodness. Well, I think at my house it's like one. It's like good cop, bad cop. So, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to be bad cop all the time. Yeah, I th well, I think I'm the good cop in my house. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the good cop for sure. I definitely have to desensitize and, like, get my children right back in that mold of this is how we have to make things conducive mm -hmm. to, you know, the time limits and itineraries. You got to be in school on time. Because dad is fun. Yeah. Right. That is fun because you think about it. They were gone. They're gone throughout the day. Right. Which is the time that children are in school. So when they come home, they're just ready to like we plan. I'm like, no, nah, we have homework, tutoring, practice, get that bag right, get that snack that, you know, brush your teeth. Yeah. And they're like, what schedule? Like, yeah. 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 I have to definitely desensitize mine when they get back. So I want you to speak on we were talking a while back and you mentioned I think it was after um, Kobe's helicopter went down yeah yeah and you made this like really powerful point and I want you to share it um, yeah I just I feel for the families that had to deal with this tragedy and um, it just kind of put in perspective of talking to a friend of mine and we were just discussing like as a mother right especially dealing with you know our dynamic of relationships of however you split chores and responsibilities that we have what would happen if like um your spouse just passed away suddenly like I, you know I, I can't i can't speak for you ladies but i know you guys are very active you know we have the itineraries and we want structure you want your children to be fed a certain way because in your home that's what you feel is best to help things be conducive how they're going to be raised and um, I felt for one of the fathers whom, whose wife was on, was on a board, and he was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I don't want to misquote him, but I feel like, and my friend brought up the fact that, you know, what if there was a binder? Like, what, you know, if you only had an instruction manual, or per se, right? Because I look back and I'm like, I really do run the household and I run households and I run their schedules and I'm at the doctor's appointments, the dentist appointments. I know so much about them. I know Asada doesn't like tomatoes, but Deuce does. And Ray wants mustard, but he likes ketchup. You know, little, little stuff All like that. The binder, right? So it's like, what would you, 
I don't, I don't know because it's like you know whoever whoever's left to just fill that void and pick up the pieces. It's I tough. Feel, I feel like parent, it it's will tough. kick in if that father was. I feel like it will eventually kick kick in. Like yeah, the instinct, the instinct, second nature, right? But I think it's like the that you know you do so much, you know, and it's like everything filters through you. Like you're this funnel, yeah. and every single thing throughout the entire day for however long your kids have been alive, funnels through you. You know, pediatricians and, you know, doctor's appointments and allergies and what cream goes here and what type of sunscreen breaks them out and what, you know what I mean? Like all these things that, and if something were to ever happen, God forbid, you know what I mean? How would you even be able to leave a bl- blueprint for somebody else, you know? I, I say, Sam, my, my brother, um, he won custody over his son. He's mm-hmm. a single father. Um, and he's been doing it ever since his son was six months. He won the custody and here's your child. He didn't, he thought he didn't know what to do, um, but he did great. Well, most people think the mom just has these motherly instincts, which mm-hmm. like you said, I the feel mom. like the, it, as a parent, you're gonna take care of your child the best way you can. But I mean, that doesn't mean that, you know, you're gonna be, you're gonna know everything, and that's okay. Cause I mean, hell, I don't know everything. You're still I, learning. I'm still exactly. So I think you know, you might not know everything, but you'll figure it out. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, I'm better at a lot of things than Phil is, but Phil is like great at a lot more than you know. I feel that I am sometimes. I think sometimes we think that our way is the only right way. Yeah, and which is not true. Yeah. It's not like it's that. just hard to right. when you're the only like not. When you are the CEO of your household, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Let's put it that way. When yeah. you're the CEO, like it's a business and you're the CEO of your household. And like, so you got a plan and a plan for everything, plan, a time, a reason, a season, you know? So I think, you know, you kind of get lost in the shuffle of like doing the day to day and not realizing like. But you, you got to understand there's always on. different courses of actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to adapt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I will say, um, you bringing that up, and I don't even want to bring the mood down, but um, so I, when I went, when I had surgery, um, I was elective, and I was thinking to myself, like, okay, this, I could die. Like, this could be, I mean, I might not come back from this, you know, and I already had one experience where I was struggling afterwards, not knowing um, kind of like what that would have left my family. Like my family would have been in shambles, my two kids, you know, if I didn't come home from the hospital with a new baby. But then, so I'm, so I'm like having these thoughts. So I go to have surgery and I, the night before I was like, you know what, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to write a letter to each child and I'm going to write a letter to my husband just in case that, um, something God forbid were to happen, you know, and it wasn't a, um, a binder of like things yeah. to do, but it was more of like a reminder. <laughs> but for me, it was like, I, one, I apologized for, I said, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that if you, I'm not there, you know, because this was something that I, I wanted to do for me and I made a decision to do it. And I apologize to you for doing it, but I, I want you to understand that mommy needed to do it for her. And then I also, um, wrote in the letter to each child, what I loved about them and what I saw in them and how um, proud I was of them at that moment in time, you know, and kind of just all the things that I would have wanted to say, you know, in the future. Um, And then, you know, I wrote a letter to my husband too and telling him, you know, kind of like 
how I want to be remembered, you know, hopefully. <laughs> and, you know, like just things to, you know, continue being great, continue taking care of yourself, remarry, you know, do something for travel the world, you know, do the things that you want to do that we plan to do that we couldn't get to do. So I say all that to say, um, I'm Girl, going you to- are a brave one. I couldn't do that. I would well, have been I, like, I Lord, cried. please help me get through this surgery <laughs> because I want to get back to my family. I, yeah. ooh, but to but me, I it, was a moment, it was a moment of like responsibility. And I was like, oh, this is my decision. You know what I mean? And I have to, I have to weigh, not being a pessimist, but I have to like, this is real. And my children need me, you know? And so I made the decision after that to, from now on, every so often, I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm going to sit down and write them letters, um, including Brandon, my kids and my mom. Maybe I'll add them in there, too. Love you, mom. <laughs> you know, and just to just to share my words, what better way than to have it from my own mouth to say, you know, I believe in you. You're beautiful. You're intelligent. You, I do those do on, on my kids. Lunch, write little messages. Like the napkins yeah. and stuff, for sure. Yeah. It motivates them. That's awesome. So, ladies, on that note, food always lightens the mood. Uh, we have Chef Lo. He prepared an amazing meal for us today. So okay, I'm happy. Chef. Yes. This is me and Ashley's favorite part of the show. Y'all know we food love Food always eat. makes everyone happy. Yeah, you got to take care of y'all. got to take care of y'all, you I know? I feel like food is a good way to nourish the soul, break oh, break bread with each other, break bread, break plates. Sorry. Yeah. So I want to know what inspired you to create this dish. So personally for me, I personally love seafood. So when it comes to any type of shellfish, scallops, shrimp, lump crab, which is all going to be in a seafood mac and cheese, is also for cheeses, sharp cheddar, smoked cheddar, gruyere, and also smoked gouda as well. So personally what it means to me is like I grew up catching fish, making my own seafood, making my own fried fish and everything. So that's more so where the influence comes from me is that it's more so it reminds me of home. Yeah. Yes, awesome. ma'am. Where did you where did you study? I studied at Johnson & Wales University. I did that for four years and then I did my master's at Sheffield Hallam University for two years. And I did food consumer marketing and product development. Wow. Did you, was your, did your mother cook in the home, father cook in the home? So, so what really led to cooking in my family was that my family bought, um, they did like a small kitchen, a small pop-up kitchen, which were, everything was surrounded by seafood, scallops, shrimp, um, everything from conch fritters to conch stew and then whatnot. So that's where more so I got my influence from was from my parents my, and also my grandparents before them as well. And then also my brother and sister-in-law took up the tradition after them. And I just followed along with pretty much right after them as well. I'm trying to come to the kitchen and see how to man, cook you gotta some of that Jamaican. Man, you got to come to Bermuda, man. You got to come to Bermuda, St. David's Seafood. Can you whip it up gonna for get me? you right, man. We're going to whip it up for you, baby. Yeah. You already know. I'd love to come through I want to put in a request for some conch salad. Oh, Lord. You, want, you, you, you willing to fall in love? Oh Lord, yes, ma'am. Shoot, you and you, you and your husband, you gonna have you another one. I mean, oh, shoot. Let me back back off the. I'm joking. Do you have any questions for us? Is there anything? All right, so I would ask y'all one question, just one, right? If y'all was uh out in the streets, right, you trying to find somebody, right? 
Would you take a man out on a first date and uh, and take care of it? Yes. No. Take a man on a first date and take care of the bill? Yes, ma'am. No. Nah, probably Why not? Because I'm going to send off friend vibes if I take care of the bill. Oh, okay. Ahead, Why not? Sherelle. Sliding in but the go DMs. Ahead. Oh, I'm here. You don't got to say. No, 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 no. Come on. Stick on it. Why not? You, but you, you a strong woman, though. You I know? am. Yeah, you're strong okay, enough well, to pick up so that bill. Let me, let me take that back. I wouldn't take him out on the first. I wouldn't take him out on the first day. I'll, okay. I will like you know show express that I'm interested, but taking him out on the first date, no, I wouldn't. Do that. Okay, I get it. Now I would, I would cover a date. Yes. I don't Absolutely. mind covering a date, yeah. but the first date to ask, and okay. then what are you gonna pick him up to? Man, I'm just. We just trade. So you want us to, you want us to pick you up on a date, take you out, pay for <laughs> it, and buy you a rose. Yeah, that's not. So, but why not? Y'all equally, okay. y'all strong, okay, how right? About this? How about you can come over to my house and then I'll cook. If that's the only way I'm going to be, you know. You yeah. might leave, you, you might leave with a little ceiling. I'm just saying that if I come over to your house. You're strong, too. Uh, I'll say this. First of all, women want, need, and desire to be courted. Okay. okay. I agree with so that. I, for starters. Now, but he, when didn't, you talk he about, didn't say that that he wouldn't court you. He just asked what you. If you got to pick him on up. The first date, that's true. The first date, not it. the first date. That's what he said. First date. No, nah, I'm just saying. Like he pick you up, he do all the whole everything and whatnot, right? Listen. But then you like, hey baby, I got it. I got this one. You ain't good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's okay. What if it's card decline? Then pick it up. Oh, you need two that's days fine. for your uh, savings to go over to your check-ins and whatnot. Yeah. What well, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> dating, dating, dating. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna let you slide on that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not. I appreciate why did you that. ask that? Is that no, what it's you just like? that. No, it's you just like to be personally. All right, so when I was growing up, right, I grew up a lot of around a lot of strong, like, and what I interpret as a lot of strong women that handle things on their own. So it wasn't, it wasn't new to me. So it's just, yes, ma'am. I have a, I'm sorry, I have a question. No, you finish. Just remember. Me okay, afterwards. so so pretty much, it's just like so. I don't see a woman as you know taking up the first thing as a as a problem. You know, because I, 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 I view women as equals as men, and they could equally do the same thing as men can do. Yeah, we can do it. Don't mean we want. I'm to. just old school. That, okay, that's my point. So here's the thing: you were talking about y'all are strong women. You're all strong. You said it like two times. Yes, so, ma'am. So this is one thing. Why I gotta I be strong? I want to be weak. I want to be pick me up. Nah, you look so strong. So oh no, I'm weak. This is what I I I want people. I want to have this conversation because. All the time, black women especially are seen as strong yeah, and stronger strong. than most, right? So there's always like my mom, independent. It's always like independent and strong. Um, my mom was a single mother. She raised three kids, put us all through college. But that does not mean that she wanted to be yeah. strong and independent. If yeah. you give me the opportunity to be um, biblically submissive and to be courted and to be taken care of and to be loved on, I'm going to pick that a thousand times more than I would pick being independent boss, bitch ass Mishi. Like I would, I would pick that over anything. So don't give me the opportunity to have to be that. Let me be soft. Let me be loved. Let me be courted. Like that's, I just don't understand. 
Understood. Sorry, I had to. So, had to say so, it. so what you're telling me is that men, so that women do want to be courted. Yes. And they do want to be. Yes. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I ain't got no problem being submissive. Go. Yeah. Listen. Go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Same. But don't don't make me be independent. Don't make I want to. Yeah, because then if I gotta be independent, I'm gonna take myself out to dinner. And so at the end of the day, I, women want to feel supported. Uh, yeah, you want to feel supported. And you nothing wrong with love. that. I don't mind paying for a dinner every night, but not the I'm first. The, dinner. I'm the same way. The I'm first like, dinner, I'm not paying for the first dinner. I agree. No problem with that. Not at all, because it's the whole show me. I feel like guys now are different now. This goes into the dating conversation. We are back in the podcast. I think it's over those time to eat. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, I feel like the guys are more, like, taking the female role now in dating. That's not fair. You know, like, like, like the like women have, are, like, they are going, like you, going after girl, the men I now. I slid after my man. Yeah. Would you she do? slid in the DMs, girl. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about it? Speak I'm just it. saying, I'm it. just no, saying. I saw the face. When women, when women do happen to make the move first, it makes it a lot easier for us men to understand what's going on. But beyond that too though, like they're doing, they're doing like more of the men stuff. Like they're doing more of the men role stuff. Y'all think that's the men role to, to have a To like have the first, to be the first to initiate. I mean, no. I do. Ah, uh, yeah, I do. Think about when we was in. Think about when we was in elementary school. They slid a note that no, says, "Do we, you like the me? circle? Yes, yes or the no?" Girl, the girls no. were going after the boys. No, they weren't. No, I was beating up the boys. No, I wasn't. I was just playing. No, 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 no. no. If you think about it, if you think about it, at a certain age, when you was like in. First grade, second no. grade, it was like, do you like me? The, even to girls were more aggressive. My son, girls come after him, and it's like, my mom yeah, nowadays it's that, friendly, not the crate, not like let me. No, but get even your number, still, but, but still, you got to think about girls went after boys. They did, and then when you got middle school, high school, not at my school, it, it not at my school. Like they're doing that now, though. Too, it is shifting. It is women are becoming more aggressive. It's shifting for sure, though. And men are men are, and men are becoming like. Come after me now. You know, because yeah. a lot of men yeah, are so being raised by their mothers and they're not being raised by their fathers. They are, are like doing the most. Showing all their body. They're, you don't have they're to, willing they to give it all up. They're willing to do more now. So the guys don't have to do anything because the yes. girls are willing to Correct. do it all. Correct. I mean, if I see something nice and they can't get to me, I'm making me known. Hey, I'm here. Well, that's, I mean, I get, I mean, but the DMs thing is different though, because I feel like, like, one, because of COVID, and two, because it's People just. People fly a, in the DMs because of COVID. That's no. New, well, that's because a, that's the only way to date now. Yeah, like, there's more no socially. How else are you gonna. They were sliding in before the COVID came. Well, yeah, I know. They, yes, absolutely. I don't know. I just think it's different now. Dating is different. I there's think more men apps, don't have to do as more, much. Men yes. don't have to court. They don't have that's to. That's right. If men court you now, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, she's courting so you. I was courted, and Brandon, he in college, he would he carried my books to class. That's like this courted. is in college, carried my books to class. He opened the doors for me. He would wait outside. This is, I mean, literally in college, you know. And I remember when he I, when he did that, I was like, who taught you this? Like I had never seen such a thing before in my life, and. I thought he was just like an athlete and at the time, because he played on the team, I wasn't concerned with it. I wasn't focused on it. 
But for him to have such mannerisms and to really be as respectful as he was, I was like, listen, sign me up. Oh, yeah, like this has never yeah. happened before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody had ever, I mean, I had boyfriends in the past. They weren't running to open up no, no door, you know, to be walking and carrying my books to class. I was like, I, he, to me, I was like, where did you come from? Let me, I want to know more. But now, fast forward, y'all married. And here we are. And that's the reason why we're married. Because he was such a gentleman and he courted me. I want me. my girls to be courted. I want my we boys to court. We do what we got to do for who we need. We do it for uh-huh. Just like on Bridgerton. I want that. It's if I can have that. Season. Yeah, like they really have, what's it called when the people come to the door? Y'all, we got to save, I'm sorry. We got to save all of this for the next episode. Y'all court me up. I feel like with, even though I, she even, like, <laughs> Even though I reached out to J- Chad first, he is amazing. He does it all. Like, I couldn't ask for a better man. That's so good. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Listen, y'all. Don't be afraid. If they single, don't be afraid to slide in the DM. If they're them. single. Y'all, you just oh, send us an invite to the wedding. If they're single. Yeah, cheers. 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 She got the <laughs> I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress. He should have known right then. He walked over like, you the shorty. I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job. We need to get clocked in. She next level. Ask for the prize. She won't settle. No breaks. So she hit the road. Foot to the pedal. No days off. I mean, that's often offensive. She like the ball, like the park with the fences. Yeah, so her lifestyle get awfully expensive. She might dismiss it, but it's hard to resist her. Cause she's a boss. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.